so when we last left uh, K2, you guys had just finished defeating the statues that had animated as you released the old man from his magical prison. And the first three statues went down like nothing. And the last statue took a beating for many, many rounds. Oh, yeah. But you guys managed to survive, and now you're left standing there, the four of you, plus the meat man that was stitched together, and this old man who runs his fingers through his white, wiry hair. Oh, I thank you very much for your help. As a, a personal show of my gratitude, I would love for you to accept, and he reaches inside of his, his robe, and he pulls out these little leather pouches, and as he picks one up, you hear the clinking of metal objects. I would like to you to accept this to as a, a personal thank you. He reaches one out to you. Coins. Money, of course. Yeah, he places it in your hand and moves along down the line, giving everybody theirs. And he, as he finishes, he goes, Now, if I remember correctly, I promised you a reward. He starts rubbing his hands together, and you see, like, these white sparks start to appear as he suddenly pulls them open. Pulls them open, and you see this black portal open up, but it's like a borderless portal, a, a sheet of paper that leads to somewhere else. As you look in, you see this street, buildings that are, that do not match one another in the slightest. They're decor different, uh, different styles, different eras. And the street is laden with coins, gold, silver, and as you peer through the portal, you see these blue figures just kind of walking around, uh, moving through, moving about from building to building. The old man steps through the portal, beckoning you to come. Okay, I'll follow. As you, uh, as you wander through the. You step out, and there's a crunch of metal under your feet as you step onto the pile of coins that just, like, layer the street. The street is strewn with money. And he turns back to you and goes, I apologize that I must... I have business that needs attending here in my city. However, feel free to explore and take whatever you can carry, my friend. Now, and then he kind of waves a hand and just disappears. I would like you, as you look around, to roll me a perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Awesome. From where the, the portal is, you kind of glance back and forth and you see a couple large buildings that stick out to you. One is 
a building with these large white columns uh, on the outside with these stairs going up. Kind of looks like a, a school or a university of some kind. Uh, another, as you peer off to, uh, off to the right, is a large three-story building that you can hear cheers coming from. It looks like it's some sort of sports arena. As you peer downhill, you see that there's some sort of market going on down there. And off in the distance, you see this huge Y-shaped building. Like, it's clear across the, the, the city. But it stands much higher than the rest, with some sort of bridge connecting the two upper prongs. I'll head that way. Alright. You make your way through the town, and you don't even have to stop and ask for directions. You can see this thing from pretty much anywhere. It does take you a while to get across the city. But as you... As you leave the last buildings of the town and you start wandering out, the the money gives way to just this barren gray dirt underneath. And you walk towards this huge round structure with a staircase around the outside of it. Do you start going up the stairs? You make your way up to the base of the Y, like where it splits off, and there's a staircase going in each direction. With a, as you now up closer, you see there's a rope bridge between the two prongs. And as you're looking up, you notice that there's something up top on both of them. Almost looks humanoid, but you can't quite can't quite make it out. Do you go to the left or the right? Go to the left. You make your way up the up the stone stairs. You finally get up to the very top platform. And trapped inside of a force cube is this this woman who is her hair is immaculately put up in this spiral, this braided spiral bun. Her dress it looks as though it was just ironed, and she is like not a hair out of place as she turns her her face towards you and goes, "Ah, oh, good! It is good that someone has finally come to to help me. You must help me." That monster Whalen has trapped me in here. Where should I? Um, tall human, long neck, kind of pale. Why would Whalen trap you in here? The man is an agent of chaos. All he does is sow discord among the world. He's thwarted my work so many times. Huh. I, what exactly do you do for work? 
I try to bring order to chaos to help the peoples of this world. Sometimes the people don't realize that all they need is a little help getting themselves organized and their lives will be better. So you help people who don't ask for help? I help all those who need my help. What determines they need your help? That with the order of the universe, they would be better guided to a happier life. What makes you so important you decide what the order of the universe is? Oh, I do not decide. Those rules were set down by far greater people than I. I just spread their work and their word. So, woman of God? I serve the forces of order. To bring order to the world is to bring happiness and glory to us all. Can I roll an inside check on this lady? Absolutely. You get the vibe that she, what she's telling you she believes to be true. The question is, do I believe her? Do you believe her? That's the question. Do you believe her? I didn't believe the other guy either, but at the same time... How long have you been trapped in this Days, months, years? Time is funny here. You haven't been here very long to know that, if you do not know that time does not affect things here. All you must do is go, she, she points towards the rope bridge, and in the very center of it you see that there is some sort of a pedestal swinging on the bridge. The key is there, and then she points to a, a, uh, the wall where you see a hole. All you must do is bring the key back here and insert it in there, and I shall be freed. She blinks, almost taken aback. What could possibly be more important than the glory of bringing order to the world? Uh, world peace? Justice for all? In an Not organized... Creature from a cage they've been put in? Uh, a variety of things, really. But... In a truly ordered world, there would be no injustice, for there would be no need of crime. I've always found that people do what they have to do to survive. And even the most, you know, nicest of people eventually turn to the dark side if they need to. 
Darkness and light, those are... Those are fairy tales we tell children. There is no good or evil, just... Whether it is organized or whether it is truly chaos, survival of the fittest. So the weak will die and the strong will survive? Without order, yes. And with order, everybody survives? Why, yes. Because if everybody survives, you can have a, a stable trajectory of birth rates and can predict the growth of your cities. Sometimes the weak have to die so the strong can survive, though. As is the way of my people. She, she blinks. Are you too a force of chaos? Or are you able to rise above such brutish ways? I could offer you, I could offer you so much within our organization. You could be an agent of order, bringing, quelling chaos and ending violence throughout the land. By what means? Force? If Subjugation? If necessary, in order to improve the world, sometimes there are those who resist the change. We must do what is best for the greater good. And again, you don't decide the greater good. Somebody else does, right? It is simply my job to carry out their goals. Are you going towards the rope bridge or the stairs? The stairs. Wait, wait, don't, don't. Please come back. All I'm hearing from you is you're right, everybody else is wrong. Doesn't seem very uh, balanced. <laughs> As you start walking away, she starts pounding her fists against the, the force wall. No! No! Get back here! Get back here! And is she, like, basically losing her mind in there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a very balanced person I want to let out of cage. <laughs> that is That is fair. As you walk down the stairs, the, her screams get quieter, even though you can, like, she's still yelling as you're going down. You make your way back to the bottom of the Y, and you look up the other staircase. Do you continue downwards, or do you go up that side? I'll go up the other side. As you make your way up, 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 you, uh... You find yourself on the, the opposite platform, almost identical in every way, except that instead of a force 
uh, cube, there is a brick of what looks like sapphire. And as you move towards it, you see that there is a person inside, frozen. And as you, you move in closer to take a look at this man, his hair, almost like it was water that he got stuck in before it turned to sapphire, trapped with his arms reaching out above his head. As you lean in closer, the eyes open up. And then you hear a voice inside your head go, Well, hello. Hi. I was not expecting visitors today. What an unexpected surprise. My I'm name... somebody to talk in my head. I guess we're both surprised. My apologies. My oral... Abilities are presently compromised. Let me guess. You want me to let you out? It would be greatly appreciated. What's your story? Agent of Chaos? Agent of Freedom? Oh, I... I am simply one who enjoys disorganizing the world. Because sometimes too much order is no fun at all. But that Waylon, he thought me too disorganized, trying to order things to just the right amount. Sound like you'd have a great conversation with the lady on, on the other side there. If I could move my mouth, I would spit in her face. Ah, uh, so you know her. Long ago, before we were set here to stare at one another, she is also no friend of Wayland's, but nor a friend of mine. So she's too much order and you're not enough, huh? In a sense, yes. We are both trapped here for, in Wayland's eyes, being too much of what we are. But the world without chaos is still. Oh. I think the world's got plenty of chaos out there with you, without you. But someone must guide and shape it. Doesn't seem like an awful lot of chaos if it's being guided. Alright, what do you have for me? I have... Very little I can offer you directly, other than the knowledge that you will live your life free of orders and hierarchies, as we can shape the world to be one where the strong survive. Kind of closer to my kind of viewpoint. Think about it. 
How many men have you, men and women, have you met who hide behind their laws and their rules? They get away with actions that would get them killed in other situations because they know the law is on their side. Words of paper. You are an interesting one, aren't you? Mm. Strong enough to stop the people who would cause me harm, but not bold enough to go after those who wouldn't. I do not believe that is a lack of boldness. I believe that that is good sense. If a man runs around killing every man he sees, one of two things is bound to happen eventually. Either he will run out of people to see, or the people will come looking for him instead. Very true. Happened to a cousin of mine. My condolences. Every family has at least two of those. So where's the key for you? I would point, but it is out on that platform as well. I assume that she, judging by the outburst that I saw, asked you for the same favor. Not that I've seen, however, my field of vision is limited. And it's true. Can I move him at all? Make me a strength check. Seventeen, you are able to, like, pick up this entire gem statue. It's just going, what on earth are you doing? I'm just going to turn you a little bit. <laughs> okay. Was... Ah, the city. It is nice to be able to see something other than her face. As you make your way across the rope bridge, it's kind of just gently swinging. There isn't a there isn't a breeze here. The temperature is fairly nice. As you're making your way across, you get to the center where there's this wooden platform with a chest with two keys inserted into locks in on either side of it. Yes. Now, if I, I, I've already been told if I open this, if I open one of these, one of these, 
Uh, yes, that is that is what you have been told. Okay. Can I move the chest? No, the chest is built into the the platform itself. Okay. You can also take the keys out of the keyhole that they're presently in. All right, you pull... Go ahead. I'm going to take both keys. I'm going to take the key that she wants, and I'm going to put it on the other guy's platform. Okay. And then I'm going to take the key that he wants and put it on her platform. She sees you walking towards her. And uh, she sees you holding a key, and she gets excited. I knew you would come back. I knew. And then she sees that you've got the wrong key. And her face, like, goes from being that of a, a stern woman to suddenly, like, being elongated, and her teeth almost become, like, jagged. How dare you insult me like this? She starts pounding on the wall to the point you see ripples shooting out. This is showing. I'm just going to bring this to you, and if you can convince somebody else to unlock the key, you got it right here. Well, his key anyway. That way, if anybody comes along, they have to talk to both of you again. I work on the arguments, though. You, you both are lacking. <laughs> Uh, and then you head back down the stairs amid her yep. even more angry screams at this point. Yep. Both don't seem like a good idea to let go, so... I'm not going to take that chance. As you... Although the ancient chaos does seem interesting. Yeah, and I mean, even if you didn't let him go, you did give him a change of uh, change of scenery. Exactly. You didn't make his situation any worse. No. And again, if anybody else ever comes along, the key is right there, and they'll have to talk to both to figure out which one they prefer to free. Yep. Or if they want to try and release both of them, which, I mean, power to you. Uh, okay, so you make your way down the back down the stairs. As you get to the bottom, you make your you start making your way back towards the city. I'd like you to roll me. I would like you to roll me a investigation. Ooh, natural twenty. Uh, with my investigation, that is a minus. All right, well, luckily, it's that's still more than enough. You notice that there's an awful lot of the ghosts that are coming from the town, and they all seem to be trailing off, like, past the, the Y-shaped uh, building, and then disappearing over the horizon. Interesting. 
you head back in. The Y-shaped building is the one you were just in with the the two prisoners at the top. Yeah, like over, they, they, they're walking along, and then all of a sudden, from your point of view, they start getting a hell of a lot shorter really fast. All right, I'm going to venture on that way and see what's, you know, over the horizon. Okay. Uh, roll me stealth. As you make your way through the darkness across the the gray, gritty ground, you find you come up to where the the ghosts are disappearing into, and you see that it's a almost bowl shape uh, dip in the ground. And as you sit there, leaning over the edge with your eyes. You see the ghosts moving towards at the bottom, and all of a sudden a blue portal would open up, and a couple of the ghosts would walk through it. And then the portal would close behind them, and then different portals were opening up, and groups were coming back. But when the groups came back, they would have the corpse of somebody between them. Where in the center of the pit, you see that it looks like they're arranging these corpses like rooms. But as you're watching the rooms being built, the doors are on the top of the wall. And as you sit there for a minute or two, you notice that the building is sinking. Like as they're building it, as they're building it and putting more corpses in place into place, it is disappearing into the ground. Well, that's odd. Do you say that out loud? Yes, unfortunately. From behind you, you hear, Indeed, quite odd. Why are you lying on the ground? You turn around, there's this female ghost just kind of standing there staring at you. Surely we can find you something more comfortable in town. Why don't we take a walk, my friend? Sure. Get you something to eat and drink. Although, I would not recommend napping. I ran into one of your friends and they mentioned that they only had two hours before this gate would close and they wouldn't be able to leave. Did they not inform you of that before you left? Oh dear. No. How long have I been here? <laughs> About 45 minutes. Oh, goddammit. You got tons of time. Okay. As you were wandering back in with her, she leads you towards what looks like a, an alehouse where the ghosts are drinking and like playing poker and there's lively music going on 
And every ghost that you meet is super happy and polite. And like at one point somebody walks through you and turns and goes, oh, I'm sorry, good chap. I didn't mean to bump into you there. And you notice that the accents across the people that you talk to do not make sense. Like you, you're pretty sure you just went through 12 different cities, eight of which you've never been to before. As she sits down and you you get a drink brought to you that it's clear with this almost purple periwinkle hint to it. Drink, drink. She indeed takes a sip and you can see the liquid work its way through what used to be organs. As you're... As you're drinking, you know, it's it's sweet. Uh, it's kind of thick. Like, not quite syrup thick, but... And you can definitely taste the alcohol in some sort of berry. You're not quite sure. Of course, you're in some sort of weird village of dead people, so who knows what you're drinking. As you're drinking with her, though, she looks at you and goes, You made the right choice back there. When you visited the tower. I was actually going to ask about that. What's up with the people I want to vaguely use? They, she, she smiles and says, they challenged Lord Whalen long ago. And they were too extreme on the world and believed that their way was the only way for the world to be. In what sense? Uh, he is... He is a wizard. Uh, quite an accomplished one at that. Um, he has studied time and death. And... All that he wishes is, with all of the knowledge that Lord Whalen has collected, he just wishes to see the world continue. She, she kind of smiles. That is a more complicated answer than what you're probably used to. Kind of figured. This is the city of Palamahara. Where Lord Whalen started building his... his own little private getaway in the space between spaces. Wayland did not wish wished for a place to ensure that random and random fools would not stumble across one of his his great treasures and pilfer it and use it for unknown reasons. That's fair. Okay, now for the million dollar question. How long has this place existed? 
pauses and goes. Well, I cannot answer when this place began because I was not one of the first ones here. Those of us who have pledged ourselves to Lord Whalen in our lives have been able to continue on after life, after our physical bodies wear out, and we find other ways to be of service, like living here. Your people, your people hail from the north. Um, have you ever heard of the city of uh, Yamahara? Roll me history. Uh, that's going to be at twelve. You've heard there's a there's a nursery rhyme. Um, from your childhood that you vaguely remember that, you know, was like old when your grandfather was a baby about the city of Yamaha, uh, Yamahara and uh, something about it being trampled by giants. So I, I know an old nursery rhyme, so it's probably folklore at best. Yeah. Well, from that, though, you know that it there was a city, and now there is no longer a city. And in the nursery rhyme, it was smashed to pieces by giants, so... But you... Is this the remnant of that city? No, because this is a variety of cities. Oh, yes. Yes, no, that is simply where I was from. I've been here for probably longer than you've been alive, friend. I would imagine. Although, she points down the street, like, two blocks up. My house was from Yamahara. You see this one house that kind of stands out with these curving, arched windows that the others around it don't have. I was lucky enough to be able to bring that with me. Not indebted. We we chose to join the cause in life, and in turn, we've been able to live happy lives here. Okay. In the pocket dimension. What's the sky look like? Um, it's like black to the point, like, it just disappears into an abyss. No stars, no sun, just a void. Yeah. Huh. But the streets are fairly well lit. Yep. Yeah, there's torches all over the place. The streets are well lit. And, you know, the glistening coins on the ground definitely help reflect the light
Și... She, she smiles and she slides something across the table. This is... Yeah. It's, it's a tiny little box. She slides across the table and she says, This is something I... That Master Whalen would like to give you for not releasing his uh, prisoners. You pop open the box, there's this, like, one-inch black pearl that as you pick it up, the black on the inside almost seems to, like, shift. This, okay. This thing radiates magic. Hmm. I close the box, and I'm like, okay, what is it? She smiles and says, uh... It is, it is the cover of darkness and the bringer and the sower of chaos. It is something called a midnight pearl. Now you can only do this once a day, but when you activate it, everything around you will become nighttime. For a full day, regardless of the sun. Okay, that could prove useful. It has many uses, for it could extend the night if you wish to be silent and sneaky. It is also quite dangerous if you use it to rile a crowd of angry mob or an angry mob together and then blot out the sun i trust you with this responsibility you, you have been entrusted with this responsibility to use it probably oh, be a great way of just turning off the lights for a while indeed it has been proven to be a great way to deal with migraines. Mm. All right, I'll take that and I'll put that in. I probably have a bag on me at some point. Oh yeah. I I was watching you as you interacted with the with our prisoners. It was not my job to stop you, simply to observe. Oh, so I could have let them go. You could have, and there probably would be ramifications for your world. has been up there since before my time, but her, she, she was, she came in shortly after I did, though we lost a lot of faithful servants 
to bring her in. What is she? She is the daughter of an angel. And let me just say, she is a daddy's girl. And daddy is a dick. They do have a hazard of being that way sometimes. If she had her way, Everyone would eat the same thing at the same time and do everything exactly the same forever. Yeah, she was talking about order. Now, order has its time and place. Order, she says, she points to the bouncer by the door, is sometimes necessary when chaos breaks out. It is. But the kind of order that she has in mind, I don't feel everybody else needs. No, because you do need a little bit of controlled chaos to let off some steam. Very true. I know that my master may seem... Some of his actions may seem peculiar to you, as one who's only lived for a few decades. I assure you, he he means well, even if some of his actions are odd. Uh, I've met, I would say I've met Otter, but... Certainly is a strange one. How long has he been missing from the city? I know that time passes strangely here, according to other people. For you, how long has he been gone? Hmm. Well. She... She's kind of sitting there and... Trying to think. Let's see, it was after... It was after that, but before... Probably six or seven lifetimes. Oh. Oh, so he's been in that hole for a while. Master Whalen was in a hole? For lack of a better word, yes. Those bastards. I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think he was forgotten down there. Because the city that apparently was up from when he was put down there was no, is no longer around. That serves them right. Time is a funny thing, isn't it? It is, and this place is certainly a funny place. She kind of leans in with a smile and goes... And it is, from what I understand, you and your compatriots that we have to thank for the return of our, uh, of, 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 of Waylon. Yes. Although, I'm not going to say trusted him right off the bat. 
A wise person trusts very few people. It is how they tend to stay alive the longest. So as you're kind of finishing your drinks with her, she's... Would you like me to uh, escort you back towards the, uh, back towards your portal home? Uh, yes. That would be much appreciated. Uh... The streets are lined in coin, right? Yippers! I'm gonna just casually ask, wouldn't mind if I grabbed a couple handfuls of this, would you? I believe Wayland did say if you could carry it, you could take it. I mean, if you want to, you could load yourself up to your carrying capacity. Is that for your push pull or drag? I uh, know my push pull or drag is nine. Nine hundred pounds? Yeah, I'm I'm twelve feet tall. I I am a I am a Goliath. I I I can haul a lot. That's fair. I can carry sixteen pounds, no problem. But my encumbered is four eighty. <laughs> So like a hundred pounds in, in gold, silver, and uh, platinum? Yep. Awesome. I'd like you to roll me some percentile dice. Roll me some more percentile dice because. No, no, wait. Thank you. Oh, wait. pounds in coins that's more than enough that you can easily carry and not over encumber yourself uh, and there's 50 coins to lose um, sorry I am doing some math right here and my brain is uh, not mathing right now oh, that's 
my band my band not been asking for days now. I'll work that out later and just get it to you. Okay. Uh, but yes, you are loaded down with money, and as you are, as you get closer to the um, the portal, you see Jess, the bard, having arrived and is waiting for for everybody. As the 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 ghost lady who's been on your arm the entire walk along. I hope to see you again, K two. Clara. Alright, Clara. I hope to see you again one day. She, uh... We can drink and talk about my next adventures. I would, uh, I would like that very much. Until then, she reaches into a pocket and pulls out a, uh, a handkerchief with, like, lace around the edges, but it's made in this bluish, ethereal-type ma uh, material that, as... She hands it to you. You can almost see through it. A token to remember me by. Thank you. I grab it and I place it into one a smaller pouch of myself. Uh, something a little more keepsake-y. And she bids you farewell and you find yourself walking away from this ghost lady who you're pretty sure was just flirting with you. Could be worse. It could be. At least she's a pretty ghost and not like a hag. Yeah, I could have, I also could have freed some strange thing. But I did consider the other guy. He seemed to have a better story. You had options, and there was no wrong option for you. And I kill the recording for now. As you guys had just finished a rather harrowing fight against the statues, that the first three went down like a breeze, and that last one just took a beating over and over and over until he was eventually subdued. You find yourselves standing among the rubble. Yourselves, the stitched-together meat man standing, staring blankly in the corner, and the old man that you released from his magical prison. He kind of smiles. He's got, he stands up a little bit straighter and runs a finger through his wiry white hair. <clears throat> oh, I do owe you a debt of gratitude, my friends. I, uh, apologize for all of this mess. He reaches into his cloak and he pulls out these little bags, little leather tied strings. He goes, I'd like to give you a little, uh, I hope you will accept this gift of personal gratitude from me. He reaches out to hand you one of the little bags. You hear a, a tink, clink of like metal objects inside. Hmm. Alright, this is, this is what she's going to say. <laughs> First, not your friend. Second, what's in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you. Coins? Money? 
And he, as he he moves on, he starts giving them to the other to the other people in the party. You kind of pop it open, and it is indeed filled with a bunch of gold coins. But the gold coins have this like neat little metallic blue tinge to the metal. It's exquisite, although you don't you don't recognize the the mintage, like the the imagery on the coin itself isn't from any city that you've heard of. Given how long this guy has been here, I'm not surprised. But because he did say he's been here for quite a long time. Yeah, you guys reasoned out he's been down here for at least three hundred years. Yeah, so it's probably from wherever he's from. Which by this I may, point, able, I, may be, I may be able to fence this for a little extra money. You never know. Mm-hmm. Now it's a historical item. Mm-hmm. It's not just money; it's old money. <laughs> so now it's worth more than just money. Mm-hmm. So, as uh, as he finishes handing those out, he smiles and says, "Now, I did promise you a reward." And I was not, I, I was not able to give you the reward because, uh, I hid it. See, it starts kind of like rubbing his hands together. You see these sparks coming off of it. As he then turns his... Smokecraft, smokecraft, smokecraft. I want to know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know if there's any kind of spellcrafty check that you can do to identify a spell. I'm not sure how that works, but... <laughs> uh, Romeo Arcana. Just knowledge arcana. Yep. Thirteen. It's hard to identify at first, but as soon as his fingers start pulling apart, you see that there's a a gap in between, and before he gets his hands even open an inch, you recognize he's opening a gate to somewhere. Magic gate. Uh Uh-oh. And as he opens up his hands, it opens up a rectangle about three feet across, six feet high. That is just a, a rectangle into... I have a question for you. Okay. This is, this, is, this is to see how much you've prepped ahead of time. What color is the gate? The color... The gate itself is a bunch of white sparks at first as he rips it open, but then it ceases to have a border itself as it's just a paper thin opening in it's reality like a hole. it's hole in the air it's weird case look funny you take a yeah, good I look at it I... you do also realize that it's about a half an inch off the floor so you know his his spacing wasn't perfect yeah you can't pick up your feet uh, you'll just trip but as you... I wonder what would happen. Sorry, thinking out loud. No, that's that's fair. Your character would also know that this is probably not something they should test themselves. Oh, no, no. You totally get guinea pigs for this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. There's the slight possibility that your foot will stay here while the rest of you goes. Um, and... Yeah, so what is what color is the gate, though? It'll, di- it'll dictate where it's going. I probably have no idea where it's going. I'm just curious to know if, you've, if you actually have a color for it. Um... Not a color, because as you can peer through it, you can actually see into the other side. And oh, that's unusual. It is a... You, you see these paved cobblestone streets, that, but as you look further down, the buildings look 
mismatched, like, from different, like, entirely different construction styles, uh, different eras, different cultures that have all just been kind of hodgepodge together and spilling across the streets, lining it is gold and silver coins. You see a bunch of blue silhouettes moving around as well, like just kind of like going from building to building like normal townsfolk would do if you had to guess. The old man steps back around and goes, well, come, 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 come. As he steps through it himself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the rest of the party that look of like, seriously doing this, man? So, so, so she's, she's gonna look at the thing. Now I'm gonna, as Mike, as, as metagaming speaking, as, as the player, I'm gonna play along because I know you want us to go through there. But Jessica's very concerned about this because she has no idea where it is and has no way to get back if he decides to do the journey. So I'm gonna play along, but it's against her better judgment. She's gonna be like, "There's a lot of money there, though." So she goes through. As you step through, like the the portal stays open as the entire party winks their way in. And as you step out, there's this crunch of money under your feet as you're stepping on the, the street. And as you look around, the bluish figures are just kind of going from one building to the next. And they, like the buildings, are wearing styles of clothing that do not match each other whatsoever. And different backgrounds and ethnicities of people from places you've never even seen before. So with these bluish figures, are they like, like all blue, or are they sort of like see through a little bit, or uh, they're like kind of see through a little bit. Um, okay, so so we're talking like almost like bluish ghosts. Yes. Okay. As you step oh, out, one of them accidentally wanders through your shoulder and stops and turns and goes. Oh, good, quite, good, uh, good, sorry, madame, I did not see you there. Nope, no problem. I'm okay. going to bend down and pick up a coin. Nobody says anything about this. I, I, I'm going to pick up a coin and look at it. Is it solid? It is indeed solid. Hmm. Is the portal thing still open? Yes. I'm going to flick the coin through the portal. It lands on the floor on the other side. As the everyone steps through, the old the old wizard says, "I unfortunately have a few things I need to see to around this around my city, but you are welcome to explore, and if you can carry it, it is yours." Oh, my kingdom for a bag of holding! <laughs> my uh. My gratitude is is great. As is your fortune. <laughs> yes, well, I haven't been able to spend this money lately, so I I feel that I won't miss the amount of whatever you are able to make your way out of here with. I, I doubt that very much that you would miss that, given how much there is. 
He says, the portal will remain open for two hours. Okie dokie. Make sure you are back by then. I'm going to look around. I'm going to look around the town. All right. Um, I assume that the party splits up at this point. Yes, the party does all split up. And you're very quickly, like, as you stop to ask people what's going on and what's interesting, it's... Go ahead. No, 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 I was just thinking something. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know after. Again, everybody is super polite to you, and they, they point out to you that there is a... A large library that Waylon keeps across town. Of course, there's also the town square where you can see all sorts of interesting oddities and purchase things. Or the Colosseum, just down the way that you can see is one of the tallest buildings in, in the city. Where they... where they... We'll fight to see who is the who is the greatest warrior among this ar among our armies. Interesting. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. When I go back to the portal, mm -hmm. I'm gonna attempt to step through it. You successfully okay. step through it. Okay, good. So we're back in the normal world. Yep. I'm going to take my backpack. I'm going to empty it out, empty it of everything except for single day's ration in my water skin just in case <laughs> then i'm gonna go back in the portal fill it with gold and then take the backpack out and push it on the other side and leave it there Alrighty, that that is That's viable it does take you a little bit of time to you know dump everything i mean dumping it out is easy <gasps> filling it up took takes you a few minutes but you then take it out and you set it down it, uh, yeah, as much as as much as I can carry in the bag will hold. So, I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. We will look up how much weight a backpack can hold, and then figure out what the maximum amount of money that could be is. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Um, and then uh, once I've done that, I will continue on. I'm assuming the party has already moved on when I do this. Yes. Um, so then I will grab a as much as I can carry in my in my pockets and still be comfortable for spending and I'll wander through the town and we'll see what we can see what we can purchase. Alrighty. So you, you head towards the, the town square where they tell you you can purchase all sorts of things yeah. and you encounter tailors making these fine blue, bluish garments that you see the people wearing. Uh, like the the ghost people wearing, and it's available to purchase, and you can like touch the material, and it feels, it feels like a soft breeze. And it's like physical; I can feel it. Yes, you can feel it. But and as you as you're touching one of them, one of the uh, the ghost seems ghost seamstress floats her way around, comes around the corner. Ah, dearie, you... You would look fashionable in this, she says. Come try it on, try it on. Sure, why not? We got an hour and a half to kill. You... you she, she tries you into a few different dresses uh, that are in similar style to the one that you're wearing, and 
as you you move around in them, you find that your step is lighter. When you push off from the ground, you kind of you move gracefully through the air for just a second. It's going to be really hard to figure out what this is. I have a few guesses, though. That's what she's thinking in her head. Mm -hmm. Without without actually inspecting the magics, this is hard to figure out what's doing this, but I have a couple of guesses. Um, She's going to ask, well, how much? The nicest one that she she likes. So for that one, I, uh, hmm. You know what? For you, I will part with it for 20 gold. Did I happen to pick up 20 gold from the street? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) Oh, it's so great having money literally on the street around you. Um, Yeah, so she'll she'll change back into armor because she's in a new land. But she will, um, if she could get some kind of carrying device for it, that will keep it safe. She wants it bagged. Yep. Yep, she can so, get that. Uh, actually, she'll ask, is there a backpack that she could buy? <laughs> I am taking full advantage of the profiteering here, if I can. I, I don't have a, a backpack, but if you're looking for storage options, she shows you this over-the-shoulder bag, like a messenger bag. Made in the same style, uh, and, like, in the same material as the the dress that you just purchased. Okay, that's cool. Um, but yeah, she'll buy that, too. How much for the bag? Well, the bag? Oh, that's only a ten gold. Done. So she'll take the bag and she'll gingerly put the dress in there. Because she doesn't want to wreck it. Because she's totally going to sell it later. <laughs> um... And then she'll move on. Um, right now, she'll actually be looking for um, if because obviously these people deal in magic, so she's gonna be looking for a magical short bow if she can, or or armor, because she she's she's still hurting, so she's she's got defense on the on the brain right now. <laughs> Although she does like the dress, she might actually keep the dress. And there's nothing saying you can't wear the dress under armor. Oh, this is absolutely true. If, uh, if if that's a cool thing that they can do, then yeah, there's nothing saying you can't do that. As long as they don't both add like a, a defensive number, that it doesn't really matter. And I, yeah, ass- I think if you if this is me just guessing, but I think if you mix armor, it's the higher of the two. And yeah. That's it. So if you wear like leather armor combined with, or rather chain chain armor with full plate, you get the full plate result, and that's it. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Just like if you have unarmored defense and you put on uh, armor, you pick one or the other. You can pick the lower if you decide to. Yeah, I guess so. Why? I mean, for story reasons. (laughs) I guess so. Anyways, so yeah, so she'll take the dress, but now she's looking for um, a new weapon. Primarily a new weapon, because they cost more, and she knows this. She, she's very she's very knowledgeable about money. So weapons are generally more expensive when it comes to magic. So she'd prefer a weapon as opposed to armor, but she wouldn't say no to some flashy armor. Alrighty, roll me uh, roll me 
Perception. Perception? Yeah, because she doesn't have a lot of time, so she can't just go wandering every store. Yeah. Uh, 18. 18. Hot damn. Mm-hmm. You do... Well, s- 16. You do see, indeed see a, uh, a weapons shop that you start making your way towards, and as you get closer to it, you see that there's a small crowd gathered around something, and there's almost like cheering and uh, as you move towards it to see what's going on. You get up close to see that there is one ghost holding a re- very real stick with a very real chunk of meat on the end of it, and he's dangling it in the air above this kitten that has six legs and these two little lumps on its back shoulder. Oh, no. Knowledge nature on that bad boy. Or, I, would it be nature? Uh, sh- I, I know what it is, but I want to know if she knows what it is. Sure, roll, roll me either nature... It might be Arcana. I'm not sure, one of the two. I'd also see an argument for history. History? Oh, they're all the same, so that's cool. I'll roll history. Eight. Um, you're not entirely sure what kind of, um, what kind of weird kitten this is, but they're holding the meat just high enough that the thing that is, it's got a chain collar around its neck, and as it leaps up to try and grab the meat, it can't quite get it. So I'm gonna poke somebody beside me and be like, what is that? 20 to the cat thing. Why, it's one of those fairy cats. Just a little one, though. Fairy cat. Frightening. Six legs, two tentacles, and it's a cat. Alright, well, I'll wander into the weapon store after I shake that off. As you meander into the weapon store, you look you you start looking at the stuff through the window as you come up on it, and the weapons themselves almost have this glassy effect. Oh. So like shiny almost? Yeah, like shiny reflective. Oh, you can't see through them, but it feels like I should. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, opaque I glass. Alright. Yeah. Okay, so I'll uh I will um, look for a, sh- a short bow um, and somebody to talk to. As you come in, you you feel like the as you walk through the front door, the temperature instead of rising like it would in a normal blacksmith shop drops. Oh, weird! And as you look into the very back of the shop, you see working over this blue light is another. If he were alive, he'd be a burly man, working over this blue light as he's hammering away at something, whilst another smaller but very wiry-looking ghost kind of gracefully drifts towards you. Ah, hello! It's been quite some time since we've had a living one in our in our store. To what can we assist you with? So you recognize that I'm different. That's interesting. Oh, quite certain. So you're all deceased. Oh, quite. Quite. Very long deceased. Some of us longer than okay. others. Interesting. Okay, well, down to business, because I don't have a lot of time. Um, I'm looking for a short bow. Um, specifically, I'd like to be able to, to be a little more accurate and pr- 
perhaps have it hurt a bit more when it hits things. I've I've recently discovered that killing them before me is probably a wise move. It is. It has been proven to be a successful tactic. As they, they, they lead you over to the one side of the room. Our bows and whatnot are located on this side of the room. So, uh, I I do have to say he points at this one longbow up top that's like seven feet across. I fear that that might be a little bit larger than what you're looking for. I don't quite have the frame to carry that. Most don't. I mean, I can lift it. Be about the extent of its usefulness for me. Maybe bash somebody over the head. No, uh, short bows are what I what I what I enjoy. Hmm. Yes. As he, as they pull one one of these glass looking bows off of the shelf and hand it to you, as you wrap your fingers around it, you feel this almost cold. Um, feeling course through your fingers. Ooh, interesting. Do you have a practice range where I might take a shot? Absolutely. Come into the back. Excellent. They lead you out through the back. You get a better look at the, the actual forge and the tools, and the cold feeling is coming from the forge. I figured as much once he told me that it was coming down. It's like, that is so unusual. It's like, cold fire. Yeah. Jessica has no idea how it works. You're able to identify that it's working, but what is making it work is beyond you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fire that's cold instead of hot. Weird. How do you, how do you smith with it? No. She, she, she mentally just throws her hands up and be like, mm, I don't have time to figure this out. I'm at under an hour left. Let's go. <laughs> so out in the back, you uh, you are. There's a small practice range in the back of the the smithy. Uh -huh. All right, I'll, ta I'll uh, take a couple of shots with it. Any noticeable effects? Uh, yeah. The arrows that you loose from it, as they leave the bow, pick up a translucent color, that. Like, they almost lose the color in them as they fire across the room. <gasps> will this hit ghosts? Indeed it will. Please do be careful where you aim, Matt. Oh, no, I, I have no interest in, in harming anyone in this town. But if I ever encounter a ghost, I know normal weaponry doesn't work very well on them. And by very well, I mean at all. <laughs> Yes, everything in this shop will assist you in dealing with bad ghosts, as we know not all of us are quite so civilized. Well, yeah. I'm less concerned with ghosts, and more concerned with other undead of an incorporeal nature. I've heard stories. I don't know how true they are, but I've heard stories. There, there are indeed things that go bump in the night that you would not wish to encounter. How much for the bow? She smiles and says, For you, living one, ten blue gold. 
So I'm assuming the gold on the ground is just regular gold? Yep. Okay, how many blue gold do I have? 25. 25? 10 done. There you go. I could try to haggle, I suppose. I've never really done that in d and I don't know how that works. And you want to start haggling with a ghost lady? Sure. Why not? I've got a lot of charisma. I'll try to haggle with the ghost lady. As I go to hand her the ten, I'll be like, How about six? How about nine? Nine. Seven. The problem with that is that there's only one number in between, and I don't think she wants to go that low. Do you want me to roll a, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, roll, roll uh, me persuasion. Persuasion. Yeah, roll That's me persuasion. Let's see how well this, she takes this. Yeah. That is a 17. Hopefully, worst case scenario, she just chuckles it off and says, not just my final offer. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she laughs and goes, uh, Nine, and I'll refill that quiver of yours with some proper arrows. She'll think about it for a second and be like, I think I'm taking a loss here, but done. I had nine coins. So she hands you the bow, and then she takes your... Uh, <laughs> I wink at her. <laughs> she smiles. She takes your quiver from you, and as she walks across the room, she walks past a, a, a bin, and she just upends it, dumps all the arrows out, and then starts pulling some back. And as you see, she's putting them in there. The iron heads on them are barbed and, like, barbed in a circular pattern. Ooh, that's gonna hurt when they hit something fleshy. <laughs> she smiled and goes, it hurts even more if they take it out. Oh! Note to self, don't get shot by my own arrows. <laughs> That would both be impressive and stupid to do, but yes, do not do that. I'll have to do it, I'll have to pull it out of themselves first, so. And right, so. the arrows themselves are not magical, but if uh, in combat somebody pulls out the arrow, it will cause 1d4 bleed damage. So, nice. like, I pin his arm to the wall. All he needs to pull it out, rip it out. Extra four damage, because now he's leaky. <laughs> Sucks to suck, buddy. All right, I'll have to write that down. Uh... And the bow is indeed magical. It doesn't have any pluses to it, but it is a magical bow that will hit magical creatures. So it's just a... Uh as a magic weapon for the purposes of damage reduction and stuff yes yeah that explains why it was so cheap i was shying away from weapons but you have a valid point yeah. and there's no reason there wouldn't be this type of shop here in this area so i will not deny you that yeah. all right so after having been loaded up with stuff you wander back out into the crowd and again, you pass by the, the people bear-baiting the, the small panther cub as you walk past it again. 
you probably got about a half hour left. What would you like to do at that time? Um, in that time, I am... Well, i got two options. I can either go for more gold or go for armor. I think I'll go for armor. Or... A loot that maybe collapses down into something a little bit more portable than a loot. So I'm going to preferentially treatment armor, but if I find a loot that I really like that can either magically or not magically collapse down into something reasonably portable because they're they're big and cumbersome, then then we'll do that. Because she knows how to play one, she just doesn't have one because they're big and cumbersome. I mean, they're they're smaller than a guitar. Not that, not smaller enough. Like you, you would still have to carry it on your back. Like you wouldn't be able to. Like you need a case for it or stuff like that, because otherwise it'll get damaged. The strings will go wet and they'll be useless. That's fair. Uh, roll me investigation. to find a uh, a music shop that deals in in musical instruments and as you're looking through their their stock you stumble across this loot with gears and pegs and wheels and there's a crank on the back end you know what the hell is this which one of the uh, the sales associates pulls it down, plays it as a lute in front of you, and then stops, pulls a pin out of the neck, and bends the neck backwards so that it folds into the body of the lute over a set of wheels, and he begins spinning the crank on the back end, and it converts into a hurdy-gurdy. Oh, neat. That's, uh, that's interesting. Play a dirty, uh, uh, dirty, uh, uh, dirty, uh, that word, I, uh, a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't learn to play a hurdy-gurdy. True. This is true. You'd rather have something that compress just compresses down into something small and portable. And a hurdy-gurdy is not super portable. He sets it back up on the uh, on the shelf. Not, you know, he's bummed out that he can't interest you in his exceptionally overly complicated device. Yeah. Question, how many arrows did I get? Uh, 20. 20? Okay. Just for weight. That's all I was wondering. Well, you're a fantastic person if you're keeping that track of that level of stuff. Oh, yeah. Of course. You're wonderful. I've had fights with entire groups about weight. Anyways, alrighty, so something that can be compressed. He looks at the accordion on the wall, and then uh, shakes his head. Um, it can be compressed. Unfortunately, he doesn't. Uh, doesn't seem to have a loot that can fold up like that. Just the 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 heavy loot hurdy gurdy combo which is I'm, that's okay 
I will then ask him if um, if he knows of a good uh, armorer, specifically in leathers, and she points to her, I guess, less than pristine armor at the moment. <laughs> little blood spattered. Little blood spattered, little, little damaged. Little damaged. Alright, as you... Um... He, he kind of stops and goes, Armor? What? Hmm. Unfortunately, we do not... We do not wear armor. That's understandable. We have fine clothing, if you would like. Yeah. I, I've, I've been injured recently and have come to the conclusion that better armor would be better. Hmm. Do you have a, do you have happen to have a uh, a fairly nice flute, maybe? That I can help you with. You get three. You get three uh, musical instruments to play. So I chose the lute, the flute, and it says songhorn because they can't. They don't give you oratory. So she sings. She <laughs> sings. She plays the lute and she plays the flute, but she can't sing and play the flute at the same time. That's why she's. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, as he he reaches underneath the 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 counter in through the he reaches through the or in pulls out this this case that he opens up. And inside is this bone flute, about a, just over a foot long. You can tell it's been hand-carved, and there's runes on the... Or, like, an image on the side of it. And it almost looks like waves. Would you like oh, to try oh, it? Yes. Alright, so this will be a performance check, I assume. Yippers. So she'll give it a go. Natural one. <laughs> Six. Six. <laughs> he's, he's like, are you sure you know how to play this? He looks a little concerned. Perhaps you you will learn the the, the flute. Yeah. It is a a bit of an ac acquired. The finger, let me try again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are you gonna let me do another reroll? I will let you do a reroll. I don't if I don't if, if I roll another one I'm just not gonna buy the flute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit better. That's a nine. <laughs> a four. I'm sure you wow. will be able to uh, to master. I'm making it. it my personal life goal to master this flute. <laughs> How much? <laughs> I like that determination and fire in your eyes. <laughs> She's now mad at the flute. <laughs> Uh, 40 gold and I'll include the case perfect so and 40 gold if I can do that you gotta empty out the rest of your pockets okay you load yourself up with the flute and uh, as you or you you leave yourself with the with the flute in hand mm -hmm. though you do notice that your time is running short and you <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna run back to the uh, to the gate. Um, if it's still there when I get there, and nobody else is. I'm gonna fill up my pockets, and I'm gonna push 
push the, the dress down to one end as much as I can without wrecking it, and then I fill up the bag, too, with gold. Um, <laughs> the... I told you I told, I told you it was all about them them dollar-dollar bills. Yep. Oh, don't, and don't kid yourself, I now have to do a bunch of math on how much that bag holds. Um, yeah. And how much your backpack holds before it explodes. And then work out yeah. the percentage of gold, silvers, and platinums that are lying all over the place. Yeah, and, and then I have to... I will. I will prioritize the the platinum and gold. Um, but if if I'm unsure, I will prioritize the gold over the platinum, just because platinum and silver are pretty easy to mix up. Yeah. And I'd rather not have silver. So if if it if it's too difficult for me to determine which ones are the platinums, gold all the way. <laughs> That's not a bad strategy. Yeah. Alrighty, so yeah, that is where we will wrap this this little interlude up, where you are, you are. God, I don't know how I'm gonna carry all this stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna be so laid down. I just imagine Jessica standing like bent over in front of the um in front of the door, doggy doggy digging, just like flinging coins behind her between her legs. Yeah, I didn't want to be that mean. <laughs> She has to be able to carry it, so she's got pockets, she's got the two bags, that's what she can carry. And the guy was very specific on what you can carry, so she, she knows wizards and they're tricksy, so she doesn't want to just start being all willy-nilly. She'll even take the coin that she flicked out of the portal and flick it back, just because she knows how weird wizards are about their stuff. So... She she's an arcane. She may not be a wizard herself, but she's dealt with arcane stuff for long enough to know wizards are weird. Yep. Not to piss them off. That is wise of so Jessica. She she's following the letter of exactly what he told us to do. If you can carry it, you can have it. So she's all like, "Fuck, I can carry a bag, two bags full, and pockets, and that's it." Yep. He never said you had to move quickly while carrying it. Nope. I can rule lawyer this. <laughs> Alright, so that's that's what she, that's what she does. Um, when we do a short rest, I am going to play the song of resting. Uh, so everyone will get an extra D6. However, I will not be able to short rest while doing it because obviously I am playing the song. You know what my my modified long and short rest rules are, right? I can't remember. Short rests are 15 minutes long, so you could take a short rest. If you guys want to stop for a full half hour, you could play the song of rest and then take a short rest. If I have, actually, if I have time right now, um, I would take a short rest as I, after I've stepped out of the portal once I've got all my stuff. Um, then I'll take a short rest before everyone else gets there. Yeah. If I can, if I can do that. So, while I'm waiting. So, a short rest. Uh, how many hit dice? Uh, well, I'll only spend the one. Because uh, half your hit dice. Um, so I'll take short rest. Oh, you have to confirm it. Oh, weird. Uh, how come it didn't add my, how come it didn't add my thing? It didn't add my hit points. It didn't add my hit points. Oh no. Would you mind rolling me a D8, sir? Where's my D8? I think it's a D8. Put over here, D8. Yeah, it's a D8 for a parts. 
Six. Six. Okay, so you need six. Oh, cool. That's exactly full health. Perfect. You are feeling better with all of your things. Mm-hmm.